Recorded live. Good afternoon and welcome, family. Welcome back to the Saturday Health Call. We are here once again, blessed and highly favored and grateful to be here. If you would, collect yourself as we open the call. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us all to be back together again this afternoon. Father, take this moment to bless your children and awaken us and give us the ability to receive the energy that you send through my voice, through my touch, and my presence. I deeply, deeply thank you for being a tool on this beautiful Gaia for you to touch your children. And, Father, if you would, reach out and touch those who do not know about the call yet and do not know about you. Give them the opportunity to research and search us out so that they can, too, be helped to move forward in life blessed and highly favored. Father, watch over the children that they may receive the light that you have given to me all the days of my life in these things and all things I have asked that you bless these children once again as you have blessed me. All right. Um, there's two things I want to touch on this morning. Uh, one is what I was just speaking with uh, Gladys about is the subconscious is a beautiful thing when you allow it the ability to express itself. Uh, the subconscious is the tool that we don't use that much. Uh, only when we think about it or get on a call like this where it gets illuminated or brought to the front page so that you can recognize it and be one with it. But I just want to make sure that those of you that are on the call and those that may listen to the recording, get in touch with your subconscious. Learn it, command it, learn how to command it, be friends with it, understand the direction that it's driving you to be, and stand with it. Because the subconscious is also where I am resides in the knowing. Okay, if you if you really think about that for a second, the body knows how to keep your heart pumping. The body knows how to let you know that something's getting ready to happen. The body will express itself to you first. When you know you have a headache, your your husband or your wife won't know it first. You will. That is being brought to your attention by your subconscious. Your subconscious said, hey, guess what? Today, you have a headache. And then you have to do something about it. But your body and your subconscious let you know first. So it would behoove us to be in close relationship with your subconscious. And this is where energy healing comes in to be the most powerful, the most effective thing you could ever use and that's what we use on this call. It connects to a spirit called hope, and that's why I have latched on to Vincent Vibration Water because of what it illuminates. It helps you understand that hope is the second category of life. Um, without it, what's the use? We all look forward to a better life, and we hope to one day have it. Um, if you put it in your subconscious that you have it now with the ability to command your health and no longer reside in the fear factor of 
oh, my goodness, what is the doctor going to say? Oh, my goodness, what is the, the uh, x-ray going to show me? Put it in your mind that you are in command. You will hear diagnosis. You will feel things from your body. It is then that you react and take action. Now, knowing me and knowing this call and your ability to get a hold of me, you have a tool on this planet called Gaia to assist you. And I stand behind it 1,000% now. Before, it was kind of one of those things where, I'll just do it because it's popular and everybody kind of is gravitating to this and it's cool to be uh, known to do a few things. But when you really step back and pay attention to what you are truly doing for people and you know for a fact this is no parlor tricks, this is no... um, hoopla or hype on a on a call or something, this is real. It's 1,000% real. And when you realize that and you take that into consideration and knowing that not only can I do this, you can too. All it takes is to be able to understand how to do it. And that understanding is first knowing yourself. You have to know you first. You have to get out of the way and allow your subconscious to introduce itself to you, and then you, in return, introduce yourself to it. This is why I always say or have been saying lately, be reintroduced to yourself. That's exactly what that means, being one with your subconscious. So we do that in the same respect and same understanding that when we move forward in life, we move forward in our energy as well. And the, and the further you move forward, the stronger you get. And if you practice anything more than once, you become a practitioner of it. So what I have done and what we will do in the future is practice on being loving beings. That's the word for the day, um, Love, just the real love, not that phony stuff, bring me a box of chocolates and some candy or some flowers. The kind of love that you know that you can feel from a thousand miles away, that you can feel just by speaking a name, the kind of love that goes over you and makes you feel comfortable without even being acknowledged by that person. Or people. The more love you can express to more people, the more you receive. And this is where we need to be. So when you project and let yourself express and push out love, for every love notion that you send out, you receive 10. So if you talk to 10 people a day and you subconsciously extend your love to them, guess what you just got back? 10 times 10 of that, which you have just sent out. So you you begin to feel a different kind of love and connection to people. This is where I am. And I love the, the, the way when you express things and when you come back and you bring it back to yourself, you can't help but to say, I am. This is why that word is so powerful. So that's just a little lesson for this morning. I, just, I hope that we 
um, take this information and spread it. Uh, I would like to see more people come to this call, especially those who are, you know, looking for help of some sort. Uh, it's here, and it will be here. So I love you all for being here, and let's go ahead and get into the call. We're going to start out this afternoon with the breathing exercise to relax the body so that you can receive the information and the energy that I'm projecting to you. And as you know, the breathing exercise is basically to give you the relaxation and to sever all of the nonsense that's going around us, the television, the radio, the guy down the street with the crazy lawnmower. We need to separate once a day or twice a, m a week uh, just separate yourself from that so that you can be in that element of you uh, because you start with yourself first and then express your way out. So the breathing exercise gives you that opportunity to separate from uh, surrounding reality and handle and take care of you for that brief moment. So if you would, relax into your chair. If you have on shoes, you want to take them off so that you can connect can connect with me. Uh, that's always done through uh, feet to the floor without shoes because shoes have rubber and whatever else in between you and um, Gaia, which severs the connection. If you want a better, a better feeling out of the call when it's over, that's the best way to do it. Um, if you have on a radio or TV, th those things actually uh, disturb the vibration that is being sent to you. So you definitely want to make sure those are off. We want to close our eyes, and if you've never done the breathing exercise, it's a very simple process. Um, think of a snow globe. Put that picture in your mind. Shake it up. You see the little white things floating around. Those white things will become black things, and then you blow them out. When you inhale, the white things go in. They float around. They're good thoughts, things that make you happy, You know, moments in your life be it now or in the past, um, that really made you happy the day you graduated, you know, the first time you had ice cream, all the way back to your first toy on Christmas. Those are really good feelings. Those are white lights. Those are the lights of energy, of love and support. Those two things are what we need daily. I mean, you could do the breathing exercise every day if you wanted, but at least if not once, twice a week. So those are the white dots. When you hear me say hold on to it, you're basically going to exchange those white dots for black dots. The black dots come from you. And what you are doing is ridding yourself of dark energy, um, gossip, mean things, profanity, you know, whatever else. Uh, you might have had an argument with the spouse or a friend down the street or you might have kicked the table and said all kind of crazy words. Anything that is negative to you, anything that will help you vibrate at a lower level mindset, you know, just like the young lady wanted to end it and didn't have to because she was holding on to all those little black dots. So once you've exchanged those, you're going to hear me say exhale, you're going to breathe out. But the way you release those dots is you bring your lips down to a reverse whistle. You just kind of make your lips into a circle tightly and you press the air out. You press it through your lips. That gives the little black dots a place to go. If you let it all out at once, like a big open mouth, <sighs> the black dots get trapped. 
and you're still holding on to them. Our objective is to get the black out. We we want to be full of light, full of energy. This is the prayer that I use. May they receive the light that you have given to me. And the light that you have given to me is brought in in that inhale, the white energy. So you want to be all light so that no darkness can reside in you. And then you'll you'll hear me say, relax and breathe normally. What that does is give the lungs the opportunity to readjust themselves because when you take a deep breath and hold on to it, they overexpand or they expand much further than they normally would with your breathing, which is good for your lungs. But to breathe, relax and breathe normally brings it back down to their normal size. And you can go on from there. And basically, we'll, there's four of them. So let's go ahead and get started. So you want to, as I said, be seated. Relax into the chair. You already know what you're thinking about. The body can process these things in a millisecond, so that's why it'll seem much faster than what I just said. But you can handle it. Okay? Inhale. Hold on to it. Exhale. Relax and breathe normally. Inhale. Hold on to it. Exhale. Relax and breathe normally. Inhale. Hold on to it. Exhale. Relax and breathe normally. 
and inhale. Hold on to it. And exhale. Relax and breathe normally. I am is present. In this moment, we're going to request that I am reach inside of us this afternoon. Father, allow us to be connect, be connected with you. Allow our bodies to receive the energy of healing from you. Allow this tool named Montavo to be a blessing to each and every voice and each and every spirit that may hear this voice. Allow us all to be connected and be in fellowship and in love with one another so that we may project these things. Father, give us the energy to resist any disease and all disease. Allow us to heal as we did that lovely day that when we fell down and mom made it feel made us feel better. Give us that same healing power this day times ten. Father, watch over all of us. Give us the energy and understanding that our bodies can and will heal itself in the knowing. Restore our connection to you. Awaken the body, awaken the spirit, allow us to be bountiful in every way. Thank you. Okay, you can open your eyes. Today truly is a beautiful day. Uh, We're going to go ahead and jump in our tapping points, if you would. Um, We want to do, we're going to do an addition. We had a request. Uh, let me find it. We're going to start it out with that one. One moment. While I'm looking, if, if there's any questions or comments, now would be. Do you have a question, or if you just want to relax? All you have to do is star six.
Okay. I got the tapping point. But um, let's see. Before I do that, let me get this question right quick. I wasn't looking at the screen. Sorry. Go right ahead. Tabo, that's star eight instead of star six. You're right. Star eight, raise the hand. Star six, you can unmute yourself. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Before we go in, um, I wanted to give you an update on what's going on with me. Uh, as as I said, I would. Uh, I hope that what you are about to hear is going to be an inspiration, uh, especially to you, Karen. Um, this past week, I measured everything. I got on the scale again, and literally, I'm at two forty nine. Now, before I was going to lose weight or trying to lose weight, I was at 250, 265 actually. And all I could really wear comfortably was sweatpants because when you are in the shape or the type of shape I am, I don't look that weird of a shape, but I have the most weird shape I think known to man because they don't make clothes my size. So knowing that I had to do something, plus my diabetes or diabetic numbers um, were completely insane. When when the numbers were where they were, it's considered diabetic. Um, So I'm not claiming it. I'm just giving truth and honor to what it is. But I made the change. Um, It took forever to get, of course, as you know, the uh, vibration water. So I had to go back to what we did before. I didn't have any wisdom water from the old go. All I had was the tapping points that kept or actually brought my numbers to a moderate um, position, but not where they were supposed to be. But getting back to the weight part, I was wearing a 40... in waist Um, 2X and 3X shirts sweatpants were the easiest you know to try to find a 4831 is almost you have to go to the seamstress and get a made because they don't make that size it's just it's either if you get that waist size they're going to be crazy long or if you get the the length that you're trying or you wear, they're going to be too small. So I had to make a decision. I had to say to myself, either you're going to fix this and get it right, or you will be joining your brother and sister early. And you have to really cut yourself deep uh, to get your own attention because we did not get fat yesterday. We did not get fat a month ago. This is over time. And the the lack of um, obedience to self to keep yourself in the knowing of what you're supposed to put in and what you're supposed to do. 
Um, so why is everyone muted? Because this is a conference call. Um, you'll get your chance when we go to, you can basically ask questions when I get to that part. So basically what I'm getting at is you have the ability to make a decision, and when you get to that decision, you either make a good one or a bad one. And at first, when I did finally get the water, um, the weight dropped immediately. I dropped, I know, a good six pounds, almost eight pounds, actually. But when you start drinking the water, uh, the vibration water will allow the body to eject toxins. And nine times out of ten, those toxins are what the first weight that you either lose or what have you is in fecal matter and or fluids that are on the joint or in the cellulite itself. Cellulite is many components, and one of them is sugar. Um, And the body will expel them when you give it an opportunity to do so. So it was great. Uh, The first week, I dropped uh, a good eight pounds. But then I instituted the exercise. I instituted a a balanced, real meal um, with food that I prepare. No more fast food of any sort, of any kind. Um, Those stores are okay if you are not in a situation where you need to manage your intake. Um, it really depends on what you eat. You know, that that saying that you've heard you are what you eat is extremely correct. If you eat junk, you will be junk. If you sneak and eat junk, you're still junk. Um, so you have to really be aware of what you put in, and you have to be uh, committed to changing that for the better, and that's what I did. Uh, I also instituted an exercise plan that I do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, Everybody doesn't have to do what I do, but do something. And next Saturday, we're going to start out with um, an exercise plan, one that everybody can do and agree on. Uh, What I'll do is when I bring it up, just like we did before, uh, I'll open up so you guys can, you know, comment and let me know, yeah, I can do that, or no, I can't do that, or, you know, can you change something so that I can still participate, but participate with something I can handle? And that's that's fine. I, I welcome that because when you take ownership enough to say, I can't do that, but I can do this, at least you're making an effort. And that's 90% of the process, making that first effort. And, of course, Again, just like last time, we'll do folders. Everybody will have a starting number on whatever it is they're doing. And each week, you'll add one. So basically what happens is um, what happens is if you would wait until after I go into Q&A, guest eight, and then I'll be more than happy to answer your questions, but that's kind of um, distracting trying to answer a question while I'm doing a uh, presentation here. So if you would, hang on until we go to Q&A. I'll be more than happy to answer your questions. 
till then if you would just mind relaxing a moment. So basically we're going to pick a number um, in the exercises that you pick that you would like to have as a goal. Once you've picked that number, we start towards it. So let's say like myself, I chose to do, which was way out of context uh, because I finally did it and I found that the rest of the week is, you know, very difficult. A hundred push-ups. I mean, that's fine. It's really not that hard. It's three, four sets of 25, but what happens for the rest of the day? Um, you have to still be able to function, you know, to get your job or whatever it is you're doing comfortably uh, so that you continue to do uh, everything. You want to make sure that you don't do something too much that is it, it takes over your life. So we don't want that. We want to pick a number that's comfortable. We want to pick a number that is still making you work out or at least get the body moving. So I've chosen to stick with the 85. Uh, I do 85 every once, uh, three times a week. I do 50 on the sit-ups because that's enough for me. Everybody has to make their own decisions on what they can and do, can and cannot do. I won't say cannot do. I prefer not to do too much. And then, like I said, shoot for that goal and then keep it at that. And you will find that things will change. And the reason why I'm getting at that is for once you implement these things and you keep them up, my weight went from 260 down to 2, I think it was 38. Now I'm at 248. The reason why it went up 10 pounds is because the cellulite and the fat that was there is now muscle. And I had to wrap my head around that. I'm like, okay, well, the clothes are falling off, but I'm getting heavier. And I thought it was, was, wasn't was working, but what you have to understand is the body is transforming. So, and I'm no spring chicken, but it, it works if you stick at it and you put it in your mindset that that is what you've chosen to do. So when you said, help me reverse myself from lose, to lose weight, it's not the reversal. It's what you're doing and the way you say things. So if you've chosen to reduce, you're going to reduce one or two things because you have to remember there's two things on you. Weight is really considered a multitude of things. There's fluid, there's solids, there's cellulite, and there's actually fat. Fat and cellulite are two different things. Fat is the real dense yellow wall on humans is white. It's real dense, and it sticks right to the muscles or is padded around the muscles, around the muscle area, and it's real thick. Uh, it's almost basically like grease that's kind of painted onto your muscles because the muscles aren't being exercised. They don't heat up. Uh, when you heat up a muscle, it'll burn fat. That's, that's why they call it burning fat. If you've ever taken a piece of lard and put it in a hot skillet, what happens to that lump of uh, lard? It turns into a liquid form. It, it, you can watch it float down and melt to nothing. It turns clear. Well, when you change that over to the human body, the same thing happens, but it's at a very minute um, process, and it's right at the muscle tendons. It's around the muscle itself. Uh, it's inside of the body because if you notice when you work out, like if you've ever done any kind of weight training, when you work out a muscle, it'll get hot. It'll feel like it's burning. 
two things are happening. One, you're tearing the muscle. And it's okay to tear the muscle because what you're doing is like when you fell off the bicycle when you were little. You scraped the knee and the body immediately uh, coagulated the blood in front of it, put out a protection uh, group, which was the white blood cells, that clear liquid. That's your white blood cells. What they do is seal the body or heal the body. And then that goes into crystalline form, which turns into a scab. Well, inside of the body, the muscle, when you work out, it burns. You say, lift till it burns. That's because you're tearing that muscle. Well, what happens when you work the muscle that hard, it heats up. And when you tear the tendons, the fat that was holding on to that tendon gets snapped off. It gets shaken off. It's almost like a dog shaking fleas. And because the muscle is hot, it's the grease in the pan, it melts away and turns into a liquid form. And usually when you've worked out, the next thing that you have to do is go to the restroom. Well, that's because the body is doing that process of taking that skillet pan and turn it on the edge and pour off that extra grease. Your body does the same thing when you work out. After you get done, you have to use, use the bathroom. Nine times out of ten, both, uh, because the, the colon will receive all of that liquid um, fat that has been burnt and the... Um, the kidneys receive the other part uh, gets separated because it's in the bloodstream. It has to go in both depositories. So that's why you usually have to go to the restroom after you really work out. And that's how you know you've worked the body because you will have to go afterwards. Um, and that's a good thing. Once you get that process to a norm, then you will see the body reduce. But if you're not doing that on a regular, then you're not going to burn fat, you're not going to liquefy it, you're not going to heat up the muscle, you're not going to do any of those things, and you're going to continue to stay heavy. So it's not a reversal of your thought. It is the actual reversal of how you are and what you're doing. That would be my easiest way to help you uh, in that respect. So if you would, call me after the call. And I will go through what what works for you, and we'll put together a plan and get you started now. The only reason why I'm doing that is because you've expressed to me that you're looking for help. Remember, the words that are put out are usually received by those who are ready to help. So you put it out there. So I'm going to ask you now to call me so we can get that together and get you started on your way. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started uh, with the tapping points. And we're going to start out with the thyroid dysfunction because the thyroid does have a lot to do with the process of the body um, using or utilizing the energy or utilizing the, the fat once it's been burnt or turned to liquid form. So that starts off with SL sliding off the throat, right in front of the thyroid, basically. Thyroid dysfunction one, thyroid dysfunction two, thyroid dysfunction three, thyroid dysfunction four, Thyroid. Wait, let me back up. We have new people on the call. Um, these tapping points are points that are located on the body. SL is basically you take a thumb and place it on the left side of your throat, just below your jawbone, and the middle finger on the same side of the throat or the opposite side of the throat, just underneath the jawbone, the thumb and the middle finger. You're going to squeeze in and slide forward off of the throat or off of the larynx. 
that's what SL is, sliding off the larynx. So you're going to put the thumb on one side, middle finger on the other, pinch in slightly, and pull forward. Okay, so that's SL. Um, OE is outside of the eye. doesn't matter, either left or right, right up on the high part of the cheek, just out of the corner of the eye. TH is thumb. You're going to take two fingers on your right hand, which is the index and middle finger. You're going to tap right at the corner of the thumb of the left hand, right at the thumb in the uh, nail bed, right there at the tip of the finger on the corner there. All fingers are hit in the same place. So you look at your thumb right where the meat and the nail in on that tip, that's what you're tapping at with the two fingers on your right hand. Uh, v is a little different. You're going to take your fingers, spread them wide, and tap the entire top of your skull. So the thumb should be on the middle or the left side if you're using your left hand for us. Then the index should be two inches from that. Um, ring finger or middle finger. Just spread them out so that you're touching from the left side of the head. The pinky should rest on the right side of the head and the other three fingers in the middle. So you're just basically tapping the top of your head with all five fingers. That's V, as in Victor. UE is under the eye. Like I said, it doesn't matter, either left or right. It's right at the cheekbone, uh, right just above the nostril, right underneath the eye. When you put your two fingers down and you look down, you should be able to see your two fingernails. That's under the eye. And C is the chest. Now, a lot of people do the chest differently but I'd like to show you how to do it where you hit the same spot every time. It's the left side. So if you take your left arm and stretch it all the way out to your side, uh, like if you look over to your left, you see your fingertips way out there, make a fist so that your thumb knuckle is pointing out in front of you. Now you're just going to fold your elbow only until your fist, thumb knuckle comes to your chest. Now, how high and how low makes a difference. You want to be one, let's see, on your left breast, it should be no more than about three inches down from the collarbone. So if you take your thumb, extend it out, and place it on your collarbone, and then rest your fist on your chest, put the thumb back in, to make a fist and turn the fist sideways. That's the point you should be hitting. And all you have to do is just move your fist away from the chest and then hit the chest with that, that thumb knuckle. You're hitting the perfect spot every time. So when we, when we say chest, just stretch your arm out, make a fist, come back into the chest right at that point of your, your left breast and just hit it with the same rhythm uh, that we hit all the tapping points with, all the tapping points. Rhythm is that, 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 that is your rhythm that you're hitting it at. Okay? I just wanted to put that out there so it's it's common knowledge for next time. All right. So let's go ahead and do the thyroid dysfunction. SL, sliding off the throat or larynx. And that's thyroid dysfunction one, thyroid dysfunction two, thyroid dysfunction three, thyroid dysfunction four, thyroid dysfunction five. Okay, next one is OE, underneath the eye. I'm sorry, outside of the eye. Thyroid dysfunction one, thyroid dysfunction two, thyroid dysfunction three, thyroid dysfunction four, 
thyroid dysfunction, five. Remember that that rhythm should be going as soon as I say the point, start hitting that that point. TH, thumb, thyroid dysfunction, one, thyroid dysfunction, two, thyroid dysfunction, three, thyroid dysfunction, four, thyroid dysfunction, five. V, top of the head, thyroid dysfunction, one, thyroid dysfunction, two, thyroid dysfunction, three, thyroid dysfunction, four, thyroid dysfunction, five. UE, under the eye, thyroid dysfunction 1, thyroid dysfunction 2, thyroid dysfunction 3, thyroid dysfunction 4, thyroid dysfunction 5. C, chest, thyroid dysfunction 1, thyroid dysfunction 2, thyroid dysfunction 3, thyroid dysfunction 4, thyroid dysfunction 5. Relax. Okay, we're going to go over to diabetes. Um, there are a few different ones in here. Uh, the only different ones really are the side of the hand, FH. Hang on one second, I'm trying to get the phone straight. Uh, SH is basically taking your left hand, open it up to a flat palm or flat hand. You can take your right hand and karate chop the center of your left palm, what you're hitting really is the side of the hand, SH. Okay, so when you hear SH, that's what you start tapping. So diabetes, start out with SH, side of hand, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. IF, index finger, right at the tip, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, Diabetes 5. MF, middle finger, right at the tip. Diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. LF, little finger, right at the tip. Diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. Middle finger, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. Middle finger, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. SL, sliding off the throat, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. C, chest, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. Relax. Okay, second set, symptom remover. LF, little finger, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. SL, sliding off the throat, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. V, top of the head, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. And C, chest, diabetes 1, diabetes 2, diabetes 3, diabetes 4, diabetes 5. And relax. Before I go any further, I want to give a little bit more explanation and an understanding of what these tapping points are and what they do and why we do them. One 
they are acupuncture. That's what they are. Uh, you're using meridian points. These points that I'm giving you are the same points that the uh, Asian practitioners would stick the needles right into the nerve ending. Uh, that's why they only have to put them there and leave them there. There's no tapping, of course, because you'd be nailing them into you. But their whole thing is tapping into that nerve ending. Well, you can do the same thing by tapping that area, and that's what we're doing. Why do we do them? One, there are two sets of tapping points. The first set is your energy field clearer. I say it like that because if you don't say it clearly, it doesn't sound right on the phone. Energy field clearer. It clears out your energy field. And I'll explain energy field in a minute. The second set in each tapping point has two points, the energy field clearer and the symptom remover. This is why I say never claim a, a disease. Don't label yourself with a disease. You're only dealing with the side effects of the symptoms or the side effects of a certain thing. Well, this is a symptom remover. So the symptoms are basically the side effects of that disease or whatever it is that you're dealing with. Depending on how much you believe in that title is how bad or severe that disease is. If you complete, if you continually label yourself that disease, then that's what you are or you will become. Okay? So let's go to the next one. Like I said, I, I like to give as much information and understanding as possible. Why we do them. Uh, the why is so that you don't have to take synthetic medications. If you do these tapping points as prescribed, and there is a prescription for each one of them, diabetes, if you are suffering from the side effects of diabetes, you would do the same tapping point three times a day, just like you would be taking medication. You do the energy field clear and the symptom remover when you wake up. In the afternoon, you're going to do the uh, symptom remover by itself. And then at night, you're going to do the energy field clear and the symptom remover again. And you go to bed. And your numbers will stay as normal as what you are putting through your mouth. Um, the tapping point is not a, a quick fix. It is not a a uh, miracle thing that you can just do the tapping points and then eat a, a whole cake if you want to, well, you'll continually be what that is because you're not being obedient. Uh, being obedient means that if you're dealing with something that you know certain foods will react with it, then certain foods can no longer go in. So if you discontinue those certain foods and continue the tapping points, then you will no longer be or part of that disease. It's as simple as that. The more you believe that, the easier the tapping points become. And as you go down the line, uh, the more you do them, uh, the easier they become. And then when you get to a point where the knowing comes in, all you have to do is speak these points, and the tapping happens mentally. You don't even have to move. But you really have to be committed to your tapping points and, and do them on a regular basis so that you train the body of what, like if I was going to do my tapping points for diabetes, I would just say diabetes 1. Just just saying it. All the points tap, know where this, when they're supposed to tap, and with that rhythm, it does it automatically. All you have to do is count it out. But we, it takes a while to get the body to that point. 
and it depends on how how committed you are to your tapping. Now, why the other why we do the tapping points? Um, simply because you know in the knowing, when you do these tapping points, you are either reducing your caloric number, um, you are also reducing your glucose number to a uh, normal area, which varies between 96 and 101 or 110. It can be somewhere in between those. It can go as high as 125. I wouldn't want to be in the 125s, but it's okay. Uh, we don't want to be too crucial on trying to follow a number because you have to remember you are a living body. It does not read the same every day. It doesn't read the same every hour. Your body is continually on a regular basis, every second changing, either burning fat, you're, you could be reproducing blood cells, bone marrow. The body's going to fluctuate with all this processes. When you start burning cellulite, which is the fat that's underneath the skin that makes you be able to get in the clothes you couldn't get into before and you're starting to lose inches, that's cellulite leaving. But when you start burning cellulite, it's kind of a negativity because your glucose numbers go up because what's in cellulite? Sugar. That's that stuff that's right underneath the skin. It's fat. It's in the fat family, but it is a different kind of fat. That's why it's so difficult to get rid of. And it, it makes the body look bad because you get the saggy um, sensation because it's right underneath the skin. It's not next to the muscle, a different kind of fat. So when you start burning that, you're going to get high glucose numbers even though you haven't eaten anything. That was something I had to understand. Um, so it's it's a difficult situation, and it's difficult to say, okay, well, I'm, my glucose number is going to be 125 every day. No, it can go from 125 to 210 because you may have just burnt off an ounce or two of cellulite. And that sugar, remember how fat works in the skillet, it breaks down and excuse me, becomes in liquid form. Well, that liquid form is everything that that cellulite had in it. It had fat, it had sugar, it had other uh, composites that make up its being or its its existence. When you melt that down, all those things now go into the bloodstream. And when you prick your finger if you're doing your test and you happen to have not eaten and you went all such and such day without no sugar, no candy or whatever, and you still get a really high number, that's why. So that's why I said don't get so attached to a number that it rules your life because your body always changes and that number is not going to stay the same. I don't care what you do. I'm just being honest. Okay, enough of that. Uh, Arthrosclerosis is my favorite tapping point because it does so many things. One, it helps you reduce um, your caloric calories. It reduces um, um, your A1C. Uh, it gets rid of um, different kinds of fat. Uh, what's the one that I'm trying to get? Um, can't think right now. Uh, a different kind of, of fat that, that you want, not want on the body. It, it, it removes it. I can't think right now. I apologize. But it also makes your entire circulatory system, if you think of a rubber band, uh, you know how when you take a rubber band, you put it between your fingers and you stretch it, 
what it does, if you do that, if you look at that rubber band, it changes form. It gets long and skinny and um, cholesterol. That's the one I was trying to think of. I knew it would come to me. And the fat that was attached to the veins before gets broken off or broken away because the the vein itself is just stretched, just like a worm does when it's trying to get away from you before you put the hook in it. Well, when that vein stretches, fat is, is a is a and cholesterol is a is a kind of fat that goes in the inside of the vein wall. When you stretch that rubber band, your your veins do the same thing. When you stretch that vein, the uh, cholesterol can no longer hold on to it, so it gets shaken off just like a uh, a dog shakes its fleas, and now that cholesterol is floating around in the bloodstream. So remember. If you have started working out or if you're moving moving around more, the body is at a different temperature. It's no longer 98. It should be slightly elevated. Well, hot blood is going to burn up or melt down that cholesterol. Remember, these are fat deposits. These are things that are in our body that make circulation difficult. When you stretch it, those fall off or get suspended in the blood. And then when you release that rubber band, it comes back to its normal size. Now, when that happens, the cholesterol that was stuck to the side of that vein now has to flow away with your heartbeat. Now, what else does this tapping point do? Outside of those two things, those are the two majors, of course, but it also gives oxygen back because now that you have freed up that portion of the vein that was no longer getting blood next to it, it's now going to receive blood uh, because it shook off that um flea that was in the way. And what, when that happens, you get better circulation. Uh, and that will bring the circulation back to the back of the eyes, those uh, string-like or thread-like veins that are real fine. They need all the help they can get. And that's what these tapping points do. So without further ado, now that you know what these tapping points do, let's go ahead and jump on them. First tapping point, energy field uh, clear. OE, outside of the eye, circulatory 1, circulatory 2, circulatory 3, circulatory 4, circulatory 5, V, top of the head, circulatory 1, circulatory 2, circulatory 3, circulatory 4, circulatory 5. OE, outside of the eye, circulatory 1, circulatory 2, circulatory 3, circulatory 4. DT, double tap, just like you're trying to get water out of your ear. That's the easiest way to explain it. Circulatory 1, circulatory 2, circulatory 3, circulatory 4, circulatory 5. V, top of the head, circulatory 1, circulatory 2, circulatory 3, circulatory 4, circulatory 5. SH, side of hand, circulatory 1, circulatory 2, circulatory 3, Circulatory four, circulatory five. Another new one, in between the pinky finger and the ring finger in the meaty area of the web, back of the hand. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. And C, chest. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. Okay, relax. I apologize. There's two new tapping points in there. Uh, the, the DT 
if you've ever went swimming before and you got water in your ear, the first thing you did was tilt your head to the. You don't have to tilt your head, but you hit the side of your head with the heel of your hand. You want to trap the top of the ear, and the palm can hit the side of the head. Uh, that's DT. You're hitting two points, double tap at the same time, the top of the ear and the side of the head. The other one was the BH, back of the hand that's in between the pinky finger and the ring finger. The, if you spread your fingers apart, there's a webby area right in between there, that meaty area. Tap with those two fingers straight down into that web area. That's back of the hand. Okay, I apologize. Let's go on to the symptom remover. MF, middle finger, circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. TH, thumb, circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. LL, right underneath of the lip, right on the top of the chin. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. OE, outside of the eye. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three. Circulatory four, circulatory five. C, chest. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. SL, sliding off of the throat. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. UN, under the nose, right on top of the lip. Circulatory one, circulatory two. Circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. OE, outside of the eye. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. V, top of the head. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. TH, thumb, circulatory one. Circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five, and C, chest. Circulatory one, circulatory two, circulatory three, circulatory four, circulatory five. And relax. Okay. All right, I'm going to jump over here to stroke. I forgot, uh, I skipped it last week. I don't want to skip it again this week. Neuropathy. Uh, Neuropathy is basically the deadening of your nerve endings, either through or from surgery, or it's one of the side effects of diabetes. It also can be a side effect of a stroke or any any kind of severe trauma to the body, uh, that does, what happens is the nerve ending uh, tend to fall off or lose their connection. Well, the neuropathy tapping points will reawaken those nerve endings and give them life again and reconnect them to the uh, synapses process that lets you know that your toe is touching the floor or you can feel the area around the uh, stitches where the surgery was. Usually when you cut the body, you cut the energy field, and that's not something you want to do, but sometimes you have no choice. Uh, but neuropathy, that's what these points do. Uh, when you tap those points, it will reactivate any area that has had 
either surgery or suffering from um, either stroke and or diabetes. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump on those. Uh, let me look through here for points that I have not yet said. There's one, uh, two, two new ones in here. Um, the one is T, which is the thymus. The thymus is at the very top of the chest. If you put your chin, if you look straight down, your chin will come to your chest, and that's where you put your fist. Uh, ball up your fist and with the knuckles in uh, the flat where the palm or the heel of the um, hand and the nails meet. That's where you want you want to hit with that part of your your fist, not the side or anything, but flat fist. And you need to hit it hard because the thymus ri- rides deep in the chest area around the larynx. Uh, so you want to make sure that 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 um, when you're hitting hit kind of hard, almost like if you're choking on something, you want to hit that tar- that kind of strength, not hard that you're hurting yourself, of course. And then the in, uh, the remover, symptom remover, there's one called the eyebrow. Um, the eyebrow is the point right at the nose bridge and right where the eyebrow begins. Uh, some people have a really long one in the middle there, but you just want to go right at the nose bridge and the eyebrow just at the corner of the eye up at the top. Was the eyebrow and the nose bridge meet? That's the point right in there. Okay, let's go ahead and get these. First one starts off with IF, index finger, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. MF, middle finger, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. IF, index finger again, neuropathy 1, Neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. T, thymus, hit it hard. Neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. DT, double tap. Neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. And C, chest, neuropathy 1. Neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, excuse me, neuropathy 5. Relax. Okay, next set, double tap. Neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. LF, little finger, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, Neuropathy 5. ED, eyebrow, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. LF, little finger, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. TH, thumb, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. LF, little finger, Neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. TH, thumb, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. C, chest, neuropathy 1, neuropathy 2, neuropathy 3, neuropathy 4, neuropathy 5. Relax. 
Okay, moving over to the next set. The next set is preventative for those who have not had one, and we're praying that these preventative tapping points keep all of those who practice them from having one. Uh, and this tapping point is stroke. Um, and if you've had a stroke or know someone who's gone through that, um, these are the tapping points that they need <clears throat> and a conversation with myself. Okay. Um, they start out with FH, forehead. Uh, let me, wait before we go, um, that would be the first one that we have not done or the next first one that we haven't done. Forehead is actually the forehead itself. Um, above the eyebrow, you want to be up in the flat area of the forehead, like right behind the front cortex, which is the flat part of the forehead up there. DT um, we know, MF, OE, yeah, we know all the rest. So it's going to start out with FH forehead. And you have to report, repeat these things as I say them. I hope you've been doing that. Um, I failed to mention that at the beginning. So we're going to start out with forehead, FH, stroke one, stroke two, stroke three, stroke four, stroke five. DT, double tap, stroke one, stroke two, stroke three, stroke four, stroke five. MF, middle finger, stroke one, stroke two, stroke three, stroke four, stroke five. OE, outside of eye, stroke one, stroke two, stroke three, stroke four, stroke five. UE, under the eye, stroke one, stroke two, stroke three, stroke four, stroke five. NC, chest, stroke one, stroke two, Stroke three, stroke four, stroke five. Okay? Um, and the stroke, this whole page is actually devoted to stroke because so many things happen. Um, the first thing that happens, one, is the stroke itself, either left or right side, and these are hemispheres. That's the left hemisphere of the brain or the right hemisphere. And everything on that side of the body usually falls because all it's like unplugging the Christmas lights on one side of the tree. If you knock out that plug, then all the lights go out. Well, the same thing happens with the body. Uh, during a stroke, it kind of short fuses all the synapses to one side of the brain, and the body kind of falls. Um, depending on whether or not you plug the lights back in or not, will will gauge whether you use that side of the body again or not. So these tapping points assist in that. And the next set is called mental sharpening because you have to relearn how to use those Christmas lights again. Either plug them in or leave them out. It's up to you. But the mental sharpening gives you the ability to do the rest of what's needed. So the mental sharpening points, let me look through it, see if there's anything new. There is one. It's called AE. AE is the side of the head. That's the second tapping point when the DT, or DT is the top of the ear and side of the head, well, on this one, you're just going to do the side of the head. It's called AE. Okay, let's get started. The first one is that a double tap. Um, mental sharpening one, mental sharpening two, mental sharpening three, mental sharpening four, mental sharpening five. OE, outside of the eye, mental sharpening one, mental sharpening two, mental sharpening three, mental sharpening four, mental sharpening five. LF, little finger. Mental sharpening one, mental sharpening two, mental sharpening three, mental sharpening four, 
mental sharpening five. FH, forehead, mental sharpening one, mental sharpening two, mental sharpening three, mental sharpening four, mental sharpening five. LF, little finger, mental sharpening one, mental sharpening two, mental sharpening three, mental sharpening four, mental sharpening five. AE, above the ear, mental sharpening one, mental sharpening two, mental sharpening three, mental sharpening four, mental sharpening five. NC, chest, mental sharpening one, mental sharpening two, mental sharpening three, mental sharpening four, mental sharpening five. Okay. I'm not going to do visual blurring this week. I'm going to go to visual spatial problems. Visual spatial problems in a stroke victim or a person that suffered it, <clears throat> they have a difficult time judging the space in between things visually. Uh, they'll be grabbing for a glass that's on the table, but it looks like to them it's right in front of them. Um, so that's what these tapping points do. And for someone doing preventative tapping, this will keep your visual spatial muscle in contact or strengthen. If you don't work a muscle, you'll lose a muscle. So that's what these tapping points in the preventative manner does. Okay, visual spatial problems. Let me look through it. If there's a new one, there is not. Let's get started. OE, outside of the eye, visual spatial one, visual spatial two, visual spatial three, visual spatial four, visual spatial five. V, top of the head, visual spatial one, Visual spatial two, visual spatial three, visual spatial four, visual spatial five. EB, eyebrow, visual spatial one, visual spatial two, visual spatial three, visual spatial four, visual spatial five. LL, lower lip, just below the lower lip, right over top of the chin. Visual spatial one, visual spatial two, visual spatial three, visual spatial four. Visual spatial five and C chest. Visual spatial one, visual spatial two, visual spatial three, visual spatial four, visual spatial five. <clears throat> okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, two more tapping points and we'll be done for today. Um, the next one is hypertension, the big boy. Um, again, these tapping points are in a prescription format. And they go just like the diabetic ones. Uh, you'll do both in the morning, the symptom room, symptom remover in the afternoon, and then both again at night. And you do that for 14 days. After 14 days, you should have a basic normal. I don't like saying you'll have a normal blood pressure because just like I said about the, the glucose one, hypertension goes the same way. It depends on what you're eating, uh, what you're drinking, your sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep, will will constitute in having an elevated high, uh, elevated pressure level. Whether or not you have a cold, um, because if you know anything about hypertension and what creates it, it's not salt. Everybody gets that twisted, um, thinking that only salt makes um, high blood pressure. All right, that's that black seed. Uh, depending on what what makes it happen, it, it, please do not put it on something, on one thing, and then thinking that, okay, I won't eat no more salt forever. I'll have 
uh, right blood pressure, that is not that could be the furthest away from the truth. It depends on what kind of salt you're using, number one, and how much is number two. Um, yes, it could con con I'm sorry, it can contribute to it if you're using <clears throat> excuse me, iodine iodized salt, which is that bright white one. Um, it's not good for you. Um, it's actually a poison. And yes, it will constitute or contribute to that ailment. I recommend and I use on a daily basis and have been using it now for three and a half years and I have not had an issue and I get to enjoy the, the flavor of it uh, because that's what most of people are looking for in salt anyway is to enhance a flavor without issue and that is Himalayan pink sea salt. It has to be the real thing, not some stuff that you bought at the store just got the name on it. Uh, Himalayan sea salt, the pink one, is it can it's an organic salt um, that is dug out of the mountains next to the the highest mountains in the in the world, really, the Himalayan, uh, and it's a deposit of minerals that have been compacted into this earth. Um, and it's a natural thing. It's the ugliest salt you'll probably ever see if you actually use it because it's not a pure one color. Uh, you might see black in it. You'll see pink. You'll see brown. That's because these are true minerals. Uh, this, these are the things that we don't get in food. So please don't get it mixed up in thinking that uh, salt is a contributor to high blood pressure. It depends on the type of salt and how much you're using. The other thing that a lot of people don't know is that mucus is a contributor to high blood pressure. Um, mucus comes from using dairies like milk, cow milk, uh, and other things that you may have in your diet that you shouldn't be eating as an adult. Uh, mucus, uh, if you have a cold, you're going to have a very uh, erratic, normally high blood, pre uh, blood pressure because mucus, you already know what it is. It's a thick substance, and it's in the bloodstream. So if the blood is thick, it can't pump as fast, which means it has pressure on it. And or if you have a sinus infection or a sinus um, issue, uh, all you have to do is get in contact with me. There is tapping points for sinus. Um, but anyway, all these things are contributed to or a part of the contributors to high blood pressure. So please don't be ignorant to that fact that um, there's more than one thing that contribute to Hypertension. So tapping points. I guess I've talked your ears off enough. Uh, hypertension. Let me look through it. There is one. Um, OE is at the center of the back of the head. Okay? It's right in the center. The, you don't have to be perfect. Just stating it. And when you repeat these things as I do, you should be as you should be mocking me, basically. When you say OR, center of the head, center of the back of the head, you're subconscious is already going to know that when you start touching the back of your head, you're in the perfect spot. So it doesn't have to, there's no perfect spot. When you speak it, it'll already be there waiting for you to touch it. Okay, MF we know. Okay, all that's good. BH, I've already explained. Okay, let's go ahead and get these. First one, energy field clear. LL, lower lip. Hypertension 1. Hypertension 2. Hypertension 3. Hypertension 4. Hypertension 5. V, top of the head, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, 
hypertension 5, D, DT, double tap, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5, OR, back of the head, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5, MF, middle finger, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5, LF, little finger, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5, DT, double tap, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. Oh, sorry about that. V, top of the head, lost my place. Hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. C, chest, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. Relax. Next set, BH, back of the hand, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5, SH, side of hand, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5, LF, little finger, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5, BH, back of the hand, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. IF, index finger, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. OE, outside of I, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. V, top of the head, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. And C, chest, hypertension 1, hypertension 2, hypertension 3, hypertension 4, hypertension 5. Okay, relax. Hold on for one second. Be right back.
Okay, we're going to go ahead and knock out the last one. This is the one everybody's been waiting on. <laughs> the weight loss. Um, these tapping points really are exactly what they say they are. And if you're honest with yourself, these tapping points will give you the results you're looking for. Uh, and they're done basically once a day until you have come down to a point of weight. Remember, weight consists of a few things, um, water or liquid, fat, which is right next to the muscle itself, and then cellulite. Um, you have to continue to do these tapping points until you have come down to a size that you like. The size constitutes losing cellulite. A weight that you like, that constitutes on losing the um, fat next to the muscle itself. That requires you to heat that muscle up, tear it down so it can rebuild and all that good stuff. And then, of course, the water uh, part will come out as you do an exercise. If you get moving, you will start to release it. And then when you fire up the metabolism, which the second, the symptom remover does, uh, when you do the tapping points for the symptom remover, which is the second part, you do that before you eat. So you're going to get almost get used to these tapping points fairly quickly if you're trying to use the tapping points for weight loss because you do the second one almost all the time or every time that you eat. Um, and you'll become familiar with it. But what that tapping point does is before you eat, you turn on the furnace, uh, the metabolism. So when you do those tapping points, you are turning on the metabolism so that when you eat something, it gets burned up or used for energy or it may uh, be pulling on the cellulite in the body so that you burn that up before you add more to it. But all I know is that if you do these tapping, this tapping point before you eat, you will start to lose weight almost immediately. And I say that with confidence because I've done it. I had to actually stop doing this tapping point because it, I was coming down so quickly, it, it was scaring me. Um, I probably should have kept it up and I wouldn't be where I'm at now, but then I would have started losing muscle too. That's how fast this thing works. And you have to be very careful with this tapping point. Please do because when you overdo it, you are going to come down really, really fast and the body will not be able to keep up with it. So... Um, only do it until you've come close to the point of where you want to be. So let's say that you are 150 or 250 pounds, like I was. I did this tapping point every day. And like I said, the second part, every time I ate, I went from 250 to 230 or 240 within three weeks, literally. No, it was 265 to 240. Um in three weeks, and then I went from 240 or 250, what was it? It was 10 pounds, then it was another 8 pounds, so it was 265 to 2, it was crazy numbers. Let's just say 260 to 250, 250 to 240, and then I went from 240 down into 237, I think it was, just doing these tapping points. But what I found was that when you drop, 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 you start to lose muscle. And I've always been a fairly big person, uh, even through high school. 
uh, but my body started to look funny because the muscle was leaving too. So that's why I say you have to be very careful when you start getting into, I don't care if it's this tapping points or anything that you do, you want to be, you want to do it gradually so that the body can acclimate itself to these changes. But if you just rush it off, uh, you're going to have problems like I did. Uh, it created issues with my joints and I had to take something else for that. I had to do tapping points and, you know, I was wondering why am I hurting because the body was changing so fast and, you know, the body was uh, used to being heavy, now light, and then the, body, the joints didn't have to work so hard, so they hurt. Um, you have to learn all these things. And the reason why I do these calls is to give you the knowledge that I've already gone through. And it's already a known thing that you don't want to drop weight real fast for that very reason. So be careful when you do these tapping points. Um, even now, I don't do the tapping points with you on this one uh, because I don't want to lose any more of the solid part that I've put together. Um, I'm happy where I'm at. So I'll go through them with you in the energy of them, but I will not tap uh, as I did all the rest. If you're looking to lose the weight, you want to follow through with me. Um, so let me look through here. You've done all the tapping points in there. The second one is the same. It's all good. Let's avoid it. The first one is LF, little finger. I'm fat one. I'm fat two. I'm fat three. I'm fat four. I'm fat five. T, sinus, top of the chest. Hit it hard. I'm fat one. I'm fat two. I'm fat three. I'm fat four. I'm fat five. DT, double tap. I'm fat one. I'm fat two. I'm fat three, I'm fat four, I'm fat five. AE, above the ear, I'm fat one, I'm fat two, I'm fat three, I'm fat four, I'm fat five. OE, outside of the eye, I'm fat one, I'm fat two, I'm fat three, I'm fat four, I'm fat five. LF, little finger, I'm fat one, I'm fat two, I'm fat three, I'm fat four, I'm fat five. DT, double tap. I'm fat one, I'm fat two, I'm fat three, I'm fat four, I'm fat five. NC, chest. I'm fat one, I'm fat two, I'm fat three, I'm fat four, I'm fat five. And relax. Okay, second set. Symptom removers. Starts off with BH, back of the hand. I've lost the fat one. I've lost the fat two. I've lost the fat three. I've lost the fat four. I've lost the fat five. C, chest. I've lost the fat one. I've lost the fat two. I've lost the fat three. I've lost the fat four. I've lost the fat five. U-N, under the nose. I'm fat one. I'm sorry, I've lost the fat one. I've lost the fat two. I've lost the fat three. I've lost the fat four. I've lost the fat five. B-H, back of the hand. I've lost the fat one. I've lost the fat two. I've lost the fat three. I've lost the fat four. I've lost the fat five. N-C, chest. I've lost the fat one, 
I've lost the fat two. I've lost the fat three. I've lost the fat four. I've lost the fat five. And relax. That will conclude the tapping points for today. Um, Here we go. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, now is the time to um, hit star eight. I'll be happy to answer any questions. Go right ahead. Yeah, Matalo, uh, running pain. It's like in my uh, on my right big foot uh, from the big toe, the second and third toe pain. I hit it, and maybe a day or two later, my left knee a pain might run through it. A little while later on, a pain might run through my right two fingers. What, what could be causing that problem? Um, it's not a problem. Those are spasms. Uh, they're muscle spasms that are going through the body. Um, magnesium uh, deficiency. If you could get, do you do you eat a banana or any banana? Yes. Yes. Okay. How often? Not often. It's just just every now and then. You know, it'll it'll happen to catch me at the wrong moment. I feel like. Yeah. Well, um, muscle spasms, there's a tapping for, tapping point for that as well. Um, but we can do an affirmation um, in the morning. You might want to write this one down. Okay. Okay. Even though. Even though. I may have. I may have miniature muscle spasms. Miniature muscle spasms throughout my body. Throughout my body. I ask that I am reach inside. I ask that I am to reach inside to calm my muscles. To calm my muscles. Remove the pain. Remove the pain. That I may move forward. That I may move forward. Pain free. Pain free. I deeply and truly. I deeply and truly. Accept this body. Accept this body. Done. Thank you. So welcome. All right. Anyone else? All right. Uh, with that, let me go ahead and in the in the call. If you would collect yourself, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing me to be here with this family. May we all be blessed in your name and your spirit. And Father, if you would watch over those who may be in transit, that they get to their destination protected. 
Father, also watch over the children that they may receive the light that you have given to me all the days of my life. In these things and all things, I ask and pray in the name of I am with the support of the universe. Um, again, next Saturday, uh, bring a friend uh, because there's going to be a special um, park. I'll call it a park for everyone. Um, it won't be the uh, theta. I'm not going to put you to sleep, but there is something special I want to share with everybody and as many people as I can. Uh, so if you can, bring somebody next call. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. The more we get out, the better we do. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to open it up. And.